Titans and Dolphins was my worst prediction of the year. My worst prediction took place yesterday. It wasn't a good week at all. It wasn't a good week at all. Not at all. The Titans won 34-3. Ending Miami's 7 game win streak. It was my upset pick of the week. I usually get those right. It didn't happen. Tua threw under 50% and threw a pick. I mean, um, and this also likely ends Miami's playoff hopes. The Chargers are back in it. The Raiders just beat the Colts, and the Colts are still in it. So there's any team that gets in at this point, it's probably Las Vegas. But um, Tennessee's defense has improved. I'm not taking... It's a big reason why they are they've um, without Derrick Henry been able to come back and be the first team in the AFC. But you should not throw under fifty percent against that Tennessee secondary. Um, a real franchise QB, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Tua because he has played good in the last a uh, couple months. But a real franchise QB, in my opinion. Would not do this against a subpar defense. This game was the... <coughs> okay. I'm, <coughs> I'm sorry. Woo. I got to talk too much. I'm sorry. It, yeah, it happens. Yeah. This game was the Titans' most crucial game of the season. Because they now hold the number one seat in the AFC. The AFC, as of right now, runs through Nashville. And considering they play the Texans next week, the Titans are more than likely going to have the number one seed in the AFC. The Titans may get Derrick Henry back with a report coming out today from head coach Mike Variable saying that King Henry could be designated to return from IR midweek, so he could be back this week. The Titans had a bottom three offense without Derrick Henry, um, 30th or below in total offense um, after Derrick Henry left. But if there is one thing I'll say about Tennessee, that is watch out, especially if they get Derrick Henry back. Because um, I know they're probably not as good as the Chiefs right now. Or the Bengals. Or the Patriots or Bills. But we all saw what they did when they had Derrick Henry. The AFC ran through them now. And it ran through them then. They get Derrick Henry back, watch out, because I'm telling you, it could be their year. It could be their year. Okay, it's time for me to move on to this. Something I don't really want to move on. Because I don't really, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about this. But I'm going to talk about it. The Raiders proved me wrong getting their biggest win of the year. This is a game I predicted for a while. I predicted that this game would be um would decide the last spot in the playoffs because I thought the Colts and Raiders were gonna have the same record. Which they, um, I think Colts had, uh, uh, they were one game above them. And it would have a lasting impact on whoever won the game. The sad thing is, Derek Hardy didn't play that good. He did throw 77%, but he threw two interceptions. Um, he added two picks. The Colts defense played really good, but the offense just could not match it yesterday. The offense just could not match it yesterday. For the sake of the Colts offense, though, Jonathan Taylor, MVP candidate, did have a good game. 20 rushes, 108 yards, added with the touchdown. But Carson Wentz threw 59% and only added one passing touchdown. They could not get in the end zone as frequently as we've seen them do in the past. The Colts playoff hopes are still likely. But they cannot afford to lose these type of games. 
this late in the season. Las Vegas is good. If they wasn't good, they would not be um, contending for the playoffs right now. But, it, it, I mean, the Colts just just beat the Cardinals. You, you can't not, you cannot afford, you cannot afford to lose a game like that. And that's exactly what they did. That is exactly what they did. <laughs> and um, it, it, it's crucial, man. You got to win these kind of games. Gotta win these kind of games because you know they could have played like um, they could have played like the Bills. Now they might have, now they may have to play the Chiefs, maybe Tennessee. No, not probably not Tennessee. They could play the Chiefs. They could have had the Bengals, and I think the Colts would be. I think the Colts would honestly beat the Bengals. But anyways, let's move on. Cardinals and Cowboys. Let's get into this. This was my second second game of the week. I think it was the two best teams that played each other this week. And Arizona pulled out the win. Kyler Murray, 26-38, 263 yards, added with two touchdowns. Dak Prescott, 24-38, of 38, 226 yards, three touchdowns. <coughs> what has gotten into me, man? <coughs> it's embarrassing. Um, Edmonds played good on the rush. Dak Prescott, five carries, 20 yards. That's okay. Um, Christian Kirk had a big game. Nevertheless, Arizona is a weird team. They are a weird team. Let's look at Arizona's schedule. I'm going to go to my phone here real quick. Lost to the Rams. Well, that's not a bad loss. Lost to the Lions, the Detroit Lions in 2021. Yeah, Arizona lost to them. That happened. Lost to the Colts. Then you go and beat the team that's got a better record than all of them. Not now, but at the time. Cowboys. Cowboys. Crucial loss for them because it drops their playoff seating. It definitely drops their playoff seating. No question about it. We look at this. Dallas is now the fourth seed, the last division winner in the NFC. They were the second before this game. That is big. They just, they just went from playing uh, the Eagles to playing the Cardinals again. Like that's not that's no joke. That's a big loss. Um, there is no secret that the Cardinals are good. Okay, there's no. We all freaked out because they lost like three games in a row. And I understand, you know, that's terrible, especially to the Lions. But I think we should slow down on the criticism. Arizona had the best record in the league for half of the year, guys. Colin Murray was the MVP candidate for half of the year. Murray is injured. They don't have their best wide receiver, who I think is arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL in DeAndre Hopkins. They don't have J.J. Watt on the defensive line anymore. They have injuries that they have to overcome. And I think yesterday could have very well started that uphill trend for them. I think the playoffs, I think the playoffs, I think Dallas could could really get them at home in the playoffs. But I think if Arizona maybe plays like a Tampa, maybe plays like a um, Los Angeles, I think they can play really nice. And I think they can give them a big run for their money. Um, We forget Kyler Murray is still young. We forget he's still young, and he still has a lot of areas to improve on. We forget the defense has weapons, but it's not a top defense in the NFL. James Conner hasn't been playing a whole lot. Edmonds has got the ball a lot more. Cardinals have struggles they have to overcome, but I think we should slow down on the criticism. I really think we should. 
Um, but, you know, that's all I got to say about that. There's nothing more I'd say about that. Let's talk about LeBron, the best old man in NBA history. Arguably the greatest of all time, even though I do not believe in that. I think Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the best player of all time. I think there's no question about that. But, man, did LeBron James go off. That has been his best game probably since the bubble. LeBron James, 40. Look at the stats here. LeBron James, 43 points. 14 rebounds. 16 of 26. Added four assists. That is his best game since they've been back. I think that can give the Lakers a lot of momentum. Um, because there's no doubt the Lakers have been struggling lately. They're still below. I think they're still below. They're at 500. They are not 10 and 19. They're still a playoff team in the West, but they have definitely um not lived up to their expectations as of late. You look at a team like um Minnesota, who's a team they lost to on December 17th by 18 points. And uh, January 2nd, they came back and beat Minnesota. I think think they're taking baby steps. They just got rid of old Rajon Rondo. So I think this is the best the Lakers um, front office has has looked this year. I think it's the best LeBron has looked this year. And I think um, the Lakers team is the best that has has, it has looked this season. Um, They did lose to the Grizzlies. John Moran had an insane game. But um, ever since Christmas Day, they've only lost one game. They are three and one since their loss to the Nets on Christmas Day. So an uphill trend for the Lakers has officially begun. I'm not gonna freak out too much on it yet because we all know how this goes. We all know how this goes. Ben McLemore still dropped 28 on them when they played um, Portland, but especially their offense, it, it looks it looks very very dangerous right now. Uh, Westbrook did add 15. He had a decent game. Um, but I think, especially when they get Anthony Davis back, because Davis is injured. He's injured, and he's going to be out for another month. Whenever they get Anthony Davis back, I wish Anthony Davis, my Kentucky boy, could return to his normal form, because we've all seen um, what he's like in his normal form. He really was really helped the Lakers get to their uh, uh, championship in the bubble back in 2020. It is... Um, Apparent that he comes back. It is a must that he comes back and contributes to the Los Angeles Lakers. No question about it. But congrats on LeBron for the 43-point game, man. I mean, it was a great performance. And, uh, yeah, we had to see what happens with the Lakers. Their next game is tomorrow. They played the Kings at 1030. They have the Hawks, the struggling Hawks, um, on Friday. And then they have a rematch with the Grizzlies and John Morant on January 9th. Which is this Sunday, so see how they do in those three games because you know, like I said, they have to, they have to take baby steps right now. The Lakers have to take baby steps right now, but I mean, you know, nevertheless, nevertheless, um, good stretch for the Lakers the last uh, last few games last week. A people came out today. I'm gonna talk about. It. I'm gonna talk about some college basketball real quick. Uh, Kentucky is now the number 16 team. They're tied with. I don't like this ties, man. Tied with Providence for the 16th seed. That's my team. But, you know, as good as I actually think my Kentucky Wildcats are this season, they are not the um, typical topic you're going to hear about right now, unless it's about Tubby Smith, which um, a lot of respect for. They had a, uh, a thing for him. 
But Baylor is still the number one team, as we all expected. They got every single AP top 25 vote this week. Is Baylor the dynasty in college basketball? I think it's very possible. They were a top five team in college basketball all season long. Most Majority of the year last year, they were the number two team in the AP poll. Went in dethroned Gonzaga, the team that was undefeated, won the national championship. Now that they're the number one team in college basketball, especially considering like Duke lost to Ohio State when they were number one, Purdue lost to Rutgers when they were number one, Gonzaga lost to Duke when they were number one, UCLA got blown up by Gonzaga, Kansas lost to Dayton. Baylor is the only team that hasn't been upset yet. They are the last really good, well, USC is good. They are undefeated. USC is pretty good. Isaiah Mobley. Brother of Evan Mobley, pretty good. But Colorado State is good, but they're not a powerhouse. Um, let's be honest, UC, UC, USC is good. They're not a powerhouse. I don't think they're going to win it this year. Baylor is the last powerhouse undefeated team, and they are a Baylor is on the verge of being a blue blood. Now I, I, I say Gonzaga is the blue blood college basketball right now because, but I mean, how can I say that right now without saying Baylor is too? I mean, Baylor has a better resume the last two years than they do, and Baylor also plays in a worse. Um, I mean, in a better conference, the Big 12, than Gonzaga does. Baylor out here beating teams like Iowa State, who you know I'm big on. Isaiah Livingston, the most, one of the most underrated players in the country. Iowa State was undefeated at the time. Blowing out, holding Villain over to 36 points. Like, what? Right before Christmas. Um, beat Oregon, which isn't that big. Beating Michigan State, who's now a top 10 team. I'm not big on Michigan. I think they're, uh, But, I mean, they beat them by uh, 17. That says a lot. There is no question that Baylor right now is a team to beat in college basketball. Duke's back up at number two. I haven't heard a lot about them. They've had some COVID issues, but Duke is back up there. Purdue at three, Gonzaga at four, UCLA at five, Kansas, USC, Arizona, Auburn, and Michigan State. Auburn and Michigan State, I do not think, is a top 10 team. I don't think they're top 10 team levels. I think Iowa State is a top 10 team. I like Houston, but they lost Marcus Sasser, who I think was the most underrated player in the country, averaging 18 points per game before he hurt his foot. Um, but yeah, AP, um, committee is getting better. I can't say I have any complaints with this AP poll. Can moving my Kentucky Wildcats up from 18 to 16 without playing anybody, but we're winning those games. And it says a lot about our team. Oscar T was the best rebounder in college basketball history. You can quote me on that. LSU also at 21, Texas Tech creeping in there at 25, Illinois and Oklahoma on the verge of getting in. They had the most votes for teams that was not in the top 25. But, last but not least, we're going to get to my last but not least. College basketball, looking good right now. Not as good as, not as, good as it did around the holiday season because you got the Maui, you got all of these invitational tournaments. But overall, college basketball is fun this season. And I can't wait to see March Madness. That's all you're going to hear about. Um, today we actually have Wisconsin and Purdue. I think Purdue, Purdue's going to win that, but I think Johnny Davis can have a really big game against Purdue. Um, Johnny Davis, at one time, top five player in the country. I still think he has that kind of energy. But yeah, last but not least, my top 10 NFL teams of the week. Number 10 is the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Colts lost to the Raiders, and Carson Wentz did not play good. The, but the defense played good. Jonathan Taylor played good. The Colts still are in the playoffs. They haven't went anywhere. They beat the Cardinals. They beat the Patriots. They're still that type of team. 
Colts at 10. Titans at 9. I know it's slow for the number one team in the AFC, but I'm not going to put them higher until they get um, Derrick Henry back. They have a bottom three offense, like I mentioned several times, since Derrick Henry has been gone. The defense has stepped up, but I think in the playoffs, if they don't get Derrick Henry back, that offense and defense is going to be holding on for dear life. Sorry, and I just don't see Tennessee doing much without Derrick Henry, their best player. Number eight is the Patriots, because the Patriots are still good. They beat Jacksonville fifty to ten. They scored fifty points yesterday. It don't matter who you. It don't, it don't matter who you play. You're not going to hear that from a rookie quarterback. Fifty and ten. Matt Jones is the future of this uh, league, baby. Matt, Matt Jones is the future of this league. But um, Patriots defense, regarded maybe still as the best defense in the NFL. Patriots still need that deep threat. They have to get that in the draft. They try to need to try to get a wide receiver, multiple, several, in the uh, draft or in free agency. But the Patriots still good, and I have them at eight. Number seven is Cincinnati. Now Cincinnati fans, please don't get mad at me. Listen, Joe Burrow is great. He's still young. You know, if this was week um, week three, then yeah, week six, okay. But the playoffs are coming. The playoffs are coming. We're about two, three weeks away from the playoffs. And Jim Burrow's never been there. Jamar Chase has never been there. That defense is young. The Bengals still have a lot to learn about the playoffs. They need to gain some playoff experience. They still have a lot to work on. They're still young. But the Bengals, no doubt in my mind, they just beat the Chiefs. I hate to put the Chiefs above them. But here's the thing with um, the criteria of this top 10 NFL teams. The Chiefs were number one. I had the Bengals at number seven. How do I drop the Chiefs eight spots for losing a game? I can't do that. Chiefs still have the better record, and they still have a shot at the number one seed. So the Chiefs, or I mean the Bengals, at number seven. Six is the Bills, because there's no doubt in my mind the Bills would beat the Bengals. Josh Allen has stepped up. That defense is, um, you know, we saw at the beginning of the season, Buffalo's defense was really good. Then started to decrease. They still number one, I believe, in points allowed this season. The Bills are a tough team. They still have to solve their running game because they don't have much of a running game. But Devin Singletary can step up at times. They do have somewhat of a running game. Stephon Diggs, all them, all them boys. The Bills at number six. And cracking my top five is the Cowboys because I know they just lost to the Cardinals. I know. Actually, I do this every week, man. I do this every week. Switch the Cowboys out to six and put the Bills at five. But I'll still go back to the Cowboys. I just I just dropped them live on here one spot because they lost to the Cardinals. Cardinals are not in my top ten, if you realize. You want to know why? Number ten on my list is the Colts. Colts beat the Cardinals. Arizona won yesterday. If they can beat, um, who did they? Seattle, they beat Seattle, they'll probably be in it somewhere because I mean, there's a decent chance one of these teams are going to lose. But right now, I'm just not going to put Arizona in there just yet. Um, I understand Arizona would be number 11 on my list right now, but Dallas lost to them. I think Dallas is still okay. I think Arizona knew they had to win this game. I think that's exactly what they did. But nevertheless, um, Cowboys at 6. And skipping the number 4 is the Kansas City Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. Chiefs are a good team. But 
a, a game win streak, you can't take away the fact that they did lose yesterday. And that is exactly what happened. They blew the game. They were leading at halftime by a, a, a significant margin. And they blew the game. It's hard for me to put the Chiefs three. I was going to have them at three. But I think I got to drop them at least three spots to number four. And number three is the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are that team. The Rams are that team, man. Matthew Stafford playing good. They only beat the Ravens by one yesterday, but there's a there's a there's a you know that football ain't no game, man. They won. They won. We've seen teams like Arizona not be able to do that, and we've seen teams like the Chargers not be able to do that. The Rams can do that, and that's exactly what they did. They won the game. It doesn't matter. They won the game. They um, have been on a uh, streak lately. They kind of started that downhill trend for Arizona. But nevertheless, the Rams at three. And at number two is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seeing what they did yesterday with Antonio Brown leaving with all the COVID issues. Seeing what they did. Beating the Jets. I know it's the Jets, but they, they're they shorthanded right now. Tampa Bay, the, Super, the, the defending Super Bowl champions, is number two on my list. Tampa Bay hasn't went anywhere all season long. They lost to teams like Washington, and they got swept by the Saints. They haven't went anywhere. Tom Brady, Gronk, used to be Antonio Brown. Already addressed that. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, who's out for the seat um, right now. But you know what I'm saying? Little Fournette, the defense has is playing the best that it has up to this season. Even though even those lost to the even that loss to the Saints, um, they still hold that the Saints didn't get in the end zone one time. That Buck Stevens is playing great. What else do I say about the defending Super Bowl champions? They are the defending Super Bowl champions, and I have them at number two. And number one, could you guess it? They were number two on my list. Kansas City loses. They drop. Packers up next. Green Bay Packers are my number one team in the league right now. They have the best record in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Devontae Adams, arguably the best receiver in football. The defense has been getting some hate lately. I think their, I think their defense is fine. I think it's the best that it's been in the last few years. Packers, I've talked about them millions of times on the countdown. What else do I got to say? Packers at number one, baby. Green Bay. By the way, I learned that the Packers have something to do with uh, Wisconsin being the cheese state, which is weird. But either way, they're the best team in the NFL, so who cares? Guys, thank you for watching the countdown today. Um, I know... I don't, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Thank you for watching, and I hope you guys have a blessed Monday. Um, pretty, I don't know what to say right now. I'm pretty stupid. I'm pretty stupid. I don't know what to say. I do not know what to say. New mic is pretty lit, if you can't tell. Um, Kenny Pickett to Carolina. Peace.